Welcome back to Of Dice and Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, your chronicler on this wonderful journey. And this week, I learned that I've been pronouncing avalanche wrong my entire life. How is it actually said? Avalanche. Avalanche? Uh, avalanche. Yeah. Avalanche. A- avalanche. On that note, I don't know if it's mayhem. Joey. No, don't do that to me. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, if we're going to open this can of worms. Yeah, yeah, go for it. It's mayhem. mayhem. It is mayhem. Oh, wait, are you serious? Yeah, have you been I saying am... mayhem? Oh, no, wait, how is it said? We, we wanted to do this gently yeah, yeah. and surround you with friends to let you know that you're not alone. There are other people out there who put pork products in random words, mm-hmm. too. Okay? It, it's also not malice, it's malice. Malice? <laughs> oh, and it's, it's not Joey, it's Joey. Joey? It's Joey. Wow, okay. Well, this got heavy really fast. Hopefully, Joey, you're our the best listeners DM are ever. totally agitated with my mispronunciation of words. Mayhem? Yes. Great. And avalanche. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves now? Hey, everybody. Good to be back. Nolan here, playing Mo the Monk. Uh, just for the record, I'm going to defend the DM a little bit. I also thought it was uh, mayhem. So oh, really? I got your back on that. That makes me feel better. Uh, so this week I was actually working on a um, construction joke. Oh. <clears throat> oh, boy. But I'm still working on it. Uh-oh. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I'm Greg and I play J.R. Randstar, uh, the perfect picture of a perfect gentleman. I'm Rachel. I play Tana the Tiefling. I noticed we've got Mo the Monk, Tana the Tiefling. Do we have any other, like, you know, Marvel alliterations in our characters? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. <Dying. laughs> all right. Well, then, I guess we're not doing any more Peter Parkers. Uh, that's all she wrote, folks. This is Aaron, and I play Finian the Elf, the very pale very foxy elf. <laughs> it's pronounced cat. <laughs> Damn. I'm Sarek. I'm, I play Heen, the gith with no name. Wait. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. And with that, it's time for our story to continue. Boys, let us raise a glass to the nights we won't remember and the friends we will never forget. Cheers. 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 Chapter 3, Sinking Ship. Last time, our group of level 3 misfits wandered their way to the coast of the Path of Malice, surviving an avalanche, a frozen river, and wraiths along the way. At the shore... I think this story has sprung a leak. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) All right, anyway, you met this other chick named Zai on the coast. She's now with you. Bitch. Uh... She was kind of awful, but it makes sense given the context of where she is. And you left, you got on a boat, and that's where we're going to pick up. The six of you, including Zai, now stand aboard the ship. It's large, with two square masts, but it's by no means massive. About a dozen ghostly crew members work on deck, uh, though many of them have stopped to gawk at you guys. You imagine there are probably more workers below deck. The most noteworthy of them is this incredibly colorful, tropical Aarakocra who steps up to meet you. Well, welcome aboard, but before we get started, I just need to make sure I have the right group from this island. Uh, Who exactly hired you? Oh, oh, hey, man. Uh, Actually, uh, it was an orc. Um, I'm not so good with names, but he was a pretty friendly guy. Uh, 
Actually, that's a lie. I don't think he was that friendly. Does anyone want to help me? Because I feel like I'm floundering. I, I don't remember his name. Haha, <laughs> we're on a boat and you're floundering. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, that's good. Uh, jokes aside, a man by the name of Prince Morath Bellior hired us. All right. Well, scratch my balls. You're in the right place, and I found the right group. Welcome D- aboard the sinking ship. I'm your captain, Deadbeat Dick. And let me be clear. If you cause any ruckus during your stay aboard my boat, I will throw you overboard. Granted, you won't drown. Uh, you are dead, but the pressure will eventually kill you. Am I clear on that point? Oh, oh, absolutely. Very much so. Uh, Do you go by Deadbeat or Dick? Or uh, Richard? You can also call me Captain, but I'll go by any of those. Captain options. Dick can, can we Captain call you Deadbeat Beat Dick? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to call you Dick. Beat Dick is what my wife calls me, sure. Well, anyway, I have a few rooms for the six of you. How you divide up is none of my concern, but there are three. They're, be- they're below deck. I'll have someone show you the way. Do you have any questions? There's only three rooms. Well, that's right. I, I wasn't sure how many of you I'd be getting. On the whole boat, there's well, only three rooms? There are three rooms for the lot of you. Great. Yes, it'll be like a slumber party. Great. Where is uh, uh, Zai going to bunk? You can't leave her alone under any circumstance. If you're not going to be with her all night, you are also a lady. You should be with her. Yeah, maybe you you two two ladies should share a room. room. I I agree. That makes the most sense. I wanted to kill her five minutes ago, and And she tried to kill the elf. It's perfect. All right, all right. There seem to be some (laughs) trust issues amongst you. Should I be concerned for the safety of my crew? No, just maybe no. In the spirit of openness, you should know that we have a tail. Coat passengers, that how the phrase goes? Anywho, this lady here is named Zai. She is accompanying us unexpectedly. All right. If you need to get rid of any weight on the boat, feel free to dump her first. Great. All uh, right. But to be fair, really quick, I, I don't think spirits have weight, so I, I don't think that's a, really a good call. Well, this is going to be a long journey, ain't it? Yeah, on that note, how long is the journey supposed to take? Well, we're heading to the path of tenacity, where I've been told to drop the the six of you off. So, well, just like that, we're we're getting on a boat and we're leaving Malice and we're going to tenacity. Uh, that's right. But what what magic or 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 demigod is helping you with this journey? Oh well, all right. So it ain't easy leaving this place on account of it being a grid A shithole, but. Uh, <laughs> There ain't anything stopping us from slipping through the glaciers here. You can just sail away. I just always thought once you were in malice, you're always in malice. I mean, that, well, apparently all it takes is a ship that can survive running into ice. Well, oh. that oh, and a captain. way out of the ice. So most souls here just stay frozen until they pass on. Oh, that sounds great. Tally ho. Let's just go. Oh. I I admire the spirit. All right, I'll have someone show you to your rooms. Uh, I, actually, I have one more question, um, Mr. Dick, uh, Mr. Deadbeat, or um, whatever. Captain, um, Captain Dick. Captain. All of that works. Do you guys ever like get the feeling or the just sudden urge to sing like "I'm on a boat" when you're on the boat, or is that just something that's like happening to me right now? I'm on a boat and <laughs> it's going fast, and I got a nautical theme. Look at my abs. Sings the entire crew when you say that. Oh, that's pretty cool, guys. We should we should stay here. 
What is this rockish? Jazz is more my my tune. Someone will come and grab you and bring you below deck, and there What's are jazz. In fact, three rooms for you. The best how, music ever. How do you divide up to these three rooms? Well, you see, I'm not used to ever being in a room with someone, so three of you can share a room, right? Well, uh, back at the monastery, my room had like 20 or 40, or it was a lot of people, so I'm fine with whatever. Excellent. See, he's on board. What a chump. <laughs> slap you on the back. <laughs> I guess I'm stuck with her and a caster, a really dirty glare. She just kind of smiles and waves at you, like yeah. really antagonistically. Great. Yeah. So I won't be sleeping right. at all tonight. <laughs> They're going to be best friends. Since I, I was just thinking the same thing. I'm I mean, happy like, to that check smile on is so endearing. <laughs> if you think this is going to end in pillow fights, I can assure you it will probably end with her in third degree burns. Will somebody else be staying in this room with me? I will. Thank you. Is that not what is going to happen? That was what all the, the upper classmen used to tell me. So no, that's cool. JR is on his own, like the spoiled prick he is. <laughs> the gith and the quote unquote monk are in another room and I have half my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you keep an eye on this one. And I suppose Finn and I will be with this riffraff over here. So you all go into your rooms. I guess you don't have luggage or anything. To, to put in your rooms. Just but, emotional baggage. Yeah, right, right. A lot of that. The rooms are very cramped. Basically, it's just a bunk bed in each of them and some space to walk to get to said bunk bed. In the bed of mine that isn't used, I put my cane down and then the top hat on the pillow <laughs> and tuck in my cane. There you go. I'm not used to sleeping in a bed and I don't trust half of my bunk mates anyway, so I just kind of sit on the floor in the corner so nothing can be at my back, staring at her angrily. Zai will wait to see uh, what the two of you do as you enter. So, so Tana, you go and sit in the corner. Mm-hmm. and what do you do when you enter the room? What furniture is in the room? Just a bunk bed. Just a bunk bed. That's no it. chest, nothing. No chest, just, no just a, desk. No chair. Yeah, there, there's a little window and, you know, a little opening, but that's about it. I'll go sit in the other corner. Okay. <laughs> I go sit in the other corner. I pull my robe down over my eyes, and I begin my meditation. Okay. Uh, seeing this, Zai will take the top bunk, uh, and she will just keep an eye on the two of you suspiciously. Mm, okay. That makes me nervous. I feel like she's a rogue, and she took the high ground. Tana, I don't like that. <laughs> you may need more sleep than I. I'll finish my meditation and uh, take a watch. Thanks, Elf. What? Do you think I'm going to kill you in your sleep? That's exactly what I think. What motive would I have to do that? Uh, well, you work for Carzire, so basically I just think you're a soulless scumbag demon who would do anything just for the sake of malice. Well, technically you're wrong. All I am is a soul. I'm far from soulless. And she's a pedantic one at that. Wonderful. She gives you a smile. I'll jump up on the top bunk and I'll get all, like, cozied in. And then when it's just kind of quiet, I'll be like, Hey, Heen? Yes? Do you ever, do you ever like, think that, that Tana's maybe, like, a bad noodle? <laughs> <laughs> in that she is a worm or in that she is bad? Well, like, she's always kind of threatening to kill people. And I don't know, that just seems like kind of not a thing a good person would do like i have these awesome sick rad karate skills and i don't ever use them unless i'm in like mortal danger i have encountered many of her types in my travels as i can best recall at least i believe she is mostly bluster and well 
I guess she does have the fire to back it up. So I wouldn't cross her either way. And let's just hope she is not a murderous hobo. <laughs> hey, Heem. <laughs> it is the time for sleeping, not the time for chatting. I kick in the door, throw water on you guys. Ha ha ha! Antics! <laughs> and then run away. And apparently the time for antics. <laughs> Fanny and I are just exchanging glances as we hear all this ruckus in yeah, the neighboring yeah. rooms and rolling our eyes. In my meditation, a small but noticeable smile creeps over my face. If you could see under my robe. Mm-hmm. After a time, uh, the ship escapes the, the glaciers that surround the path of Malice, leaving the massive island to disappear over the horizon. And as the moon does the same, your souls feel like they need rest. Not sleep exactly, but some kind of weird hibernation that souls do here. You do. And for the most part, this is pretty uneventful. Though Finian, after four hours as an elf, your rest is up early. I come around from my meditation. I look around the small cramped cabin that I'm sharing with Tana and Zai. Uh, I'm going to take a close look to see if Zai is sleeping. She's sleeping. I've been here watching her for the last four hours. Yeah, quote, unquote. Ghosts, they're all all dead here. We don't sleep, right? So she's kind of just passively staring up at the ceiling. So I see you and you're awake. Whisper to Tana, I'll take the next shift if you'd like to sleep. Okay. Promise you won't let her kill me or you or anything else. I'll keep a close eye on her. After... About a half hour, as your senses are fully returning to you, you can start hearing the faintest squealing from somewhere else on the ship. Not Describe the squealing? Not like the, the squeaky floorboards that you've been he- hearing, but like a person or an animal. Yeah, yeah, squealing. <laughs> Making uh, a ruckus like uh, something is trying to escape. <laughs> I jump up and what a throw open the door, <laughs> yelling at Finian to stay with the creep. <laughs> you hear this, this this very bizarre noise even louder out here in the hallway. Okay, well, I'm, I just inch forward. I'm not particularly happy on a boat. I'm surrounded by water, so none of this is a good situation. Uh, the sound seems to be coming from the room at the far back. Uh, perhaps the hold, the ship's hold. All right, well, doing an internal groan, I peer around, hoping that one of my other compatriots, but not Finian, because he needs to keep an eye on Zai, will come around, and I I reach my hand out, and I slowly open the door. Not sure what I'll find. Uh, The the door is locked. It's just a wooden door, but it is locked. uh, scratch Uh, that. I try to open the door and let out a grunt of frustration when it doesn't budge. (laughs) Great. I, I say to Zai, someone loudly, Zai! Zai? What? Zai, if I'm not mistaken, I believe you have some skills opening doors and locks. She sits up in bed. So? Tana seems to have found something in the end of the hall. There's a noise. It sounds like something in distress. An animal, maybe. I'm not sure. But do you think you could open the door? So we can have a look? Sure. She hops down from the, her top bunk. An expression of, of feigned annoyance. It looks like she's mostly just curious to see what the hell is going on. I'm thinking to myself, if anything's going to make somebody like her motivated, it's 
challenging her with her skills. And makes sense. So she will push past you in the door, in the opening to your room, and I, go I call to out the, the hallway. Hold. Tana, Tana, step aside. I'm going to see if Zai will help us here. She seems to likely have the skills to open that door. I'm staring at him like the psychopath he is and not moving, but watching as she approaches me with just sort of like wide eyes. She stops as she gets close to you. Are you going to move or? If you'd like to turn your back to me to unlock this door, please, by all means, go ahead. She hesitates (laughs) and then she turns her back to you to open the door. I'm actually kind of surprised, so all right, let's see what this hen has. She produces a lockpick from her pocket, which would imply that this lockpick is so important to her that her soul carried it with her into the afterlife. And within moments, the door is open, and she makes a grand gesture inviting the two of you in. I can't help but be a, a little um, impressed, but I'm certainly not going to let her know that. Right. I, right. I walk down the hall as somebody who has experienced being on a ship at sea before. I turn to Zai. Zai, I, I'm glad that you were able to open the door. That seemed like a challenge that would interest you. She just nods and motions you to, to go inside. Inside. I go inside. The, among the many crates and, and barrels of the ship's hold, there's a, a small little cage containing this adorable little multicolored warthog. How is it lit? The room. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's lit by the, the mage light in the hallway. This, this warthog is alive, which is strange. This is the first life you've seen since Prince Morath woke you up. He was alive. You have not seen any other life since then. And uh, this, this warthog is squealing and, and struggling against the cage that is barely larger than the, it is. This is reminding me, just an internal thought, of the um, animals that used to be caged up on a Mount Orem just for all the other tieflings to roast on a spit. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually getting pretty anxious seeing this yeah, because yeah. I, it's not a happy memory. So I, I turn to Finian and and ask him um, if there's anything, Finian, that we can do to, to, to shut this creature up. It's, it's really bothering me, and it'll wake everyone else up, too. I walk over to the cage. I kneel down, and I say soothingly to it, would you like to come out of this cage? It stops struggling as you approach. Its attention is now firmly on you, uh, but, but you get the impression it absolutely wants out of this cage. I hold out my hand, and I put my fingers in front of its snout so it can smell. It I would have a pleasing aroma of, of spores and, and, <laughs> and mushroom about me. I, I crouch down beside Finian and, and my nose is crinkling a little bit at the smell uh, to see if there's a lock on the cage. Uh, there, There's no lock on the cage. It is latched shut so the warthog couldn't open mm. it, but it's not locked. I reach my hand in and I kind of gently caress this little piggies. I mean, if you want the room to yourself, I can no. leave. <laughs> Zai chuckles. Yes, that would actually be helpful at the moment. Thank you. Are, are, you, are you serious? Just for a few minutes. Zai's yeah. smile will fade completely, and she'll look at Yutana with horror. <laughs> oh, my. I'm, I'm returning that look, and for the first time, I don't want to kill her. I'm just, I'm just really, oh, but, oh, okay. Just a few minutes. So he does belong in malice, she'll say, and she'll leave. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm shaking my head in disbelief and, and wondering the same thing, but uh, Zaya, 
after you. <laughs> she she will leave. It's very clear that I have no idea why <laughs> they think that remark was strange. Yeah. <laughs> Damien, you are left in a dark room. There's no more mage light coming from outside. I have dark vision. I don't have a problem with Perfect. that. Perfect. I speak more with the pig, just soothing words. And I'm going to... Um, I'm going to cast uh, animal friendship on this little fellow. He immediately, not that he needed much coaxing to begin with, but he'll nuzzle himself into your hand. He's, he seems calm. I'm going to open the latch and let this little guy out. He'll, he'll hesitantly, at first, he isn't really sure what's going on, but he'll, he'll step out and look around, sniff you, and now just kind of look up at you like, what next? I take a small dried mushroom out of my one of my pouches. Mm-hmm. It's one of my many components. Right. And I offer it to the little guy. His name, he tells me, is Dergus. Dergus will accept your offering. And then he produces uh, a very happy squeal. Would you like to be friends with me? Uh, the answer, even though, of course, it doesn't respond with language, is a resounding, aren't we already friends? After a moment, Tana, the door to the ship's hole will open, and out come Finian and this warthog. Did you and your new companion have a nice time bonding? Dergus and I are good friends now. Uh, He's a lovely little fellow. And then I'm confused all over again. (laughs) You named him? Yes, his name is Dergus. He told me so himself. Or at least I think he did. Sometimes I get it wrong. (laughs) I guess they did have a nice time together. I mean, he is speaking in pig. Will you be buying Dergus breakfast? No, I'll be making him breakfast. Oh, wow, that's romantic. <laughs> he likes mushrooms. Probably would eat a mushroom omelet, too, if I had eggs. At, uh-huh. at this point, Zai and I have just, like, devolved into giggles, like, like belly laughing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and, and Finian is, seems very confused as to why. He's going to be my mushroom buddy. <laughs> In my room, I just hear the giggling, and I'm just like, I knew it. (laughs) The three of you make your way back to your room, where Finian produces food from his palm and and feeds it to his new friend before cuddling up and uh, in their on their bottom bunk and caressing his his warthog. And this continues for a while, um, until the moon rises over the horizon with the light it sheds signaling morning. I'll rise out of bed quickly, and seeing that you're not out of bed beaten before me, I'll tap on the underside of the bed a couple times. What? what, what what's going on? I'll hop out. I'll hop out. What? Are, are we singing or um, what? The time for questions is now. Previously. <laughs> <laughs> He's gesticulating wildly. I am now energized, as should you be. You should be out of your bed already. You are a young man, yes? Wait, are you are you giving me completely unfettered access to ask you every question I've ever had? It's a lot of questions. I mean, like, I have questions upon questions upon even more questions. And maybe a few more after that. Perhaps I oversold. <laughs> I did have one for you, however. While I was in a trance thinking about it, what are you not letting yourself know. You're forgetting something on purpose. Uh, b- well, no, I don't think I'm forgetting stuff on purpose. Are you talking about my, my shoes? Because that wasn't by choice. I guess, I don't know, like the orc guy said that the shoes aren't like super connected to the soul, which I find really weird, but I guess that makes sense. Well, you did say you never owned a pair of shoes, but now you imply you do. <clears throat> How about, like, I feel like my soul point. wanted shoes, if that makes sense. 
Maybe it doesn't, but maybe it does. Could you not just ask yourself now? You are a soul, after all. <laughs> Sensei says don't look too, uh, too, too far inside yourself. He says it's dangerous. <laughs> Nevertheless, one as young and naive as you would not end up in the path of malice. The path of malice is, after all, a path you choose to an extent. So I only wonder, what is it you're hiding from yourself? Uh, that makes me pretty nervous, and uh, this conversation is getting kind of scary. I, I feel like I, I, I don't know. I was just training at the monastery, and then I think I was sleeping, and my back really hurt. So I think I just tried to crack it way too hard, and then like I was here. There's I bang on the. Oh, sorry. Damn it. Damn. We both had the same thought. There's a knock on the door. And it's apparently Tana. Who's <laughs> apparently exuberantly talking, like, to the point that she's, like, cutting off the DM. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that last morning. <clears throat> I'll just completely cut off the conversation I was having with Mo and just stare at you wide-eyed. And I'm kind of wide-eyed myself because, well, it seems like we've taken on a, a seventh companion. And you guys should come say hello. Uh, is it like one of the ship members? Because that, that dick guy was pretty cool. He should travel with us. So many questions. Go wake up JR and come meet um, our our newest buddy. Yes, Mo expressed an interest in asking many questions. So I think this would be good for him. I'm warning you, this is a door we're not going to be able to close. Are you okay with that? The door works fine. I, just I can of... fix it myself if we need. I'm a master carpenter, after all. <laughs> I've just walked away at yeah. this point, and then as I pass JR's door, I just, like, Slam bang on, on it. it. <laughs> the door just slides open, I have teeth. I see you. I see you had a fun night last night. <laughs> yeah, it was actually kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Because I, I have no idea what he's inferencing, of course. Too. Yeah, an interesting night for sure. I bet it was. Explored some things I never thought I'd explore and <laughs> did some things I never thought I'd do. And well, here Pull we out are. A handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little confused why JR is dabbing his forehead with a handkerchief because it's frankly somewhat cold on the ship. But I just shrug and go on my merry way and lead the three of you to, uh, to our quarters where... There's Zai and Finian and our new friend. Okay, wait, what happened last night? I don't know. Oh, well, I'll tell is... you later. <laughs> what? You weren't there. I can infer. Oh, okay. Excuse me as I just stare at the warthog. Is <laughs> that dinner? We're souls. We don't need to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, guys, I'm not going to lie. JR's starting to freak me out. How oh, dare yeah, you? This is my new friend, Dergus. More than oh, a he's, friend. Oh, he's your friend. Yes, of course. Oh, not food. Okay. Yes, I, I like Dergus sheep anyway a friend, more. not food. I'll lick my lips just staring at him. Wait, wait. Do you think that that thing could possibly also be from the Path of Malice and be like super evil? Like it could be like an evil swine or something? I'm not no. really sure. Yeah, so, so I think it's very evil. We should eat it right now. It was in a cage for a reason, presumably. It it's, was in jail? It's just a pig. A delicious pig. Do you think the oh. captain will be all right with you freeing his pig? He'd better be. I'm not friends with Dergus. I'm sure I can make recompense to the captain if needed. Uh. I'm going to lean lean into Heen. Wait, 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 wait. Does, does that mean that Finian's also a bad noodle? Is he stealing things? He is a noodle. <laughs> what type of which he... Is is yet to be determined. How dare you such such things? Hey, you're not supposed to listen to me whispering to my friend. Well, I think 
I think the gift kind of answered out loud. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said that just a little too loud as it was. You could tell the gears were not turning. <laughs> okay, guys. Anyway, I think we should really get a hand here. What, what is going on with the pig and what's going on with um, um, the captain? Are we there yet? I feel like we should be there. You guys make your way up to the deck to find the crew working. And you were expecting sunlight, but of course there is no sun. It's just more night. And all of the days are starting to blur together, and the existential dread is setting in. But here you are, uh, and his ghost crew is right, except for you, Finian, because you grew up here in Noctara. No big deal for you. It's probably actually way more comfortable here for you than your brief time in Vitara. Sun was too much. Oh, definitely. I like the dark. <laughs> and pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so you guys walk up to deck. The crew is working. The captain is overseeing his workers, his crew. Are you do, Are you getting in the way? Where are you going? Are you just seeing the sights? I'm going to go talk to the captain about Dergus. Yeah, you approach the captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll glance at you and then like do a double take when he sees you have a warthog following you around. Well, flick my foreskin. What the hell are you doing with my pig? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Captain Dick. <laughs> I heard this poor creature uh, struggling in your hold last night, and I'm sure that he has a purpose, probably to become somebody's breakfast. I really like him. He's a sweetheart, and he loves mushrooms, and so do I. And I hope that I can find some way to compensate you, uh, because I'd like to make this Little fellow, Dergus, uh, my companion. All right. So you want to take him to befriend him? Well, why not? Pigs are wonderful creatures. Delicious creatures. I I did pick you up from the path of malice. Is that right? Yes. Oh, all right. Good. I thought maybe I had the wrong souls. Uh, All right. Listen, I'll level with you. That that pig, he uh, he's part of a deal. Uh, when we land in the path of tenacity, there's an orc who I need to have look the other way. Uh, a living orc, and uh, well, you know, the orcs love their pork, so uh, he's part of a trade, you see. If you take that pork, then uh, well, we might have problems on our hands. Do you understand? Of course I do. I didn't think this would come free. Is there something I can offer in terms of compensation? From across the deck, uh, I noticed that Finian's having um, some trouble getting his new companion um, to be able to come off the boat with us. So I sidle up next to him, and I, I, I put on my happiest, fleshiest, flashiest, fangy smile <laughs> <laughs> at, at Captain Dick. And I say, oh, you know what? We know this orc who you're talking about, and um, we're happy to just drop the pig off for you, save you a step, it's no problem. We'll just, we'll just, we'll just dump him. Mm, roll deception. <laughs> 16. He crosses his arms. You, uh, you know the orc? You know the dock master? Absolutely, yep. Yes, we do. Now, see, I was under the impression that uh, Prince Morath, our, our employer, was freeing you from the path of malice. I'm not quite sure how you would know anyone from anywhere else. It's more just that we're trying to do you a favor and save you a step. I have sailed through the path of tenacity previously. 
And I've come across this Dark Master. Yes, that's what. I, yes, ex- I was going to say. Finian knows the the Dark Master, and we're just happy as as recompense for and letting I've us. Been through Theram as well. On the boat, we would we we would do that for you since he knows this person. Listen, I just want to be super clear on this point. If we show up and we run into problems because you're trying to steal that pork, well, my problem becomes all of our problem. Do you follow me? Yes, of course. All right. You can take an elf's word. Right, an elf in the path of malice. The captain will stare for a moment, just not sure what to do with this situation, and then he'll go back to barking orders at his crew. I'll uh, I'll walk up to whoever's mopping the deck. Hey, uh, man, you care if I get a couple rounds in? I figure I should train today, you know? You mind, do you mind if I take over? Before you finish the sentence, I'll hand you the mop and yes. walk away. And then I'll, like, start doing these horrible karate poses <laughs> while mopping. <laughs> I'm imagining what this looks like, and it's really quite silly as you whip this mop around. I'm making, like... Doing, like, forms yeah. with the... Also, yeah, with sound effects swap, of plenty. Swap, swap, And then... <laughs> Right? Yep. Swap, on, swap, exactly. swap on, swap off. Exactly. Swap on, swap Let's yeah. get down to I'm business. gesturing with a big mop handle in my hand in the air. <laughs> to defeat oh, oh, the, the floor. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, while you're doing your solo Jedi moves, oh, over training, here, yes. training, yes, yeah, I'll come over and I'll. I'll kick one of your feet just slightly, moving your foot a little bit. Oh, I'll completely fall. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand up all flustered. Hey, 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 wait, wait. I didn't know we were sparring. Okay, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. I wasn't looking. You lack stability. Without stability, there is no purpose, there is no drive, and there's no focus. Well, rule number, I think, like, 400 and something at Sensei's Monastery is there is no purpose. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) What a teacher. I know, he's great. I can't wait to see him again. You guys should really come meet him. Are you excited? I'm excited. He's really good. I bet you guys will probably get in like the 20-person room. It's really good. We have to pay a little bit of gold. Okay, like a lot of gold to get in. I'll say, and I'll just wave my hand in front of you. Stand here. Here. I'll I'll follow your instructions. Now do your Jedi train. I, I don't like this. This feels like I'm really stable. Like, I feel like I, I won't be able to get knocked Jedi? down. Jedi. Stability is the foundation of everything we build. You must find stability yourself. I gotta be real with you. This feels really weird, but I, I guess I can try this out. I'll just nod and I'll walk away. And I'm going to go sit down next to JR and continue to look at the stars. <laughs> I'll just be completely still for like the next half hour. <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing uh, push-ups and crunches. Gotta keep the body tight if I want to keep up with you magic users. I'm just, like, stepping in between these guys. One is talking to his pig. The other one's, like, dancing with a mop. One's doing sit-ups. The other one's staring intently at the guy dancing with the mop, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> and I remember that, you know... Nobody's kept an eye on Zai for a while, and I, I see her at the end of the at the end of the ship. Yeah, just looking out over yeah. the ocean. And I, I walk up to her, <clears throat> kind of cross my arms and 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 lean on the that railing. Railing. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Such a good DM. Oh, sorry, uh, I meant crawling. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so about that avalanche. Mm. Um and. So I just, you know, <clears throat> kind of clear my throat and, and glance over at her. So you knew, you knew him. So I, you did too. Yes, I did. What was he like? Before he died, of course. He was 
absolutely horrible, actually. We, my tribe, that is my, my mother, the matriarch, she had a whole string of, of suitors. I had dozens and dozens of, of half-siblings, it doesn't matter, but they would come in and out. They would come in and out. None of them were important, even though they thought they did, but this one, him, he, he was awful. He was really bad. Life is a game of survival, isn't it? We're all animals. Sounds like he always won. He was the strongest. Can you blame him? Uh, he was the strongest until three of his largest sons came up and stabbed him in his sleep. <laughs> Serves him right. So did he, did he ever tell you that? No, no. <laughs> that is not the story we were told of his death. He's, he's tiefling, you're saying? Yes. He, he, does he not have a tiefling form now? No, no, he's, um, grotesque. Uh, he's eaten a lot. It would seem that his soul has taken the form of who he always was deep down. I am sorry that you found your way into working with him. Whatever choices you made, <sighs> I, I am sorry for that. What did you do to deserve to be in the path of malice? <clears throat> I just did what I needed to do to survive. Mm. Tieflings from Mount Orem have a very different upbringing than those who wander the rest of the continent, and you just do what you can to not end up like your former master. I respect that. I don't, but then again... <laughs> don't, don't. Don't apologize for being a monster. They're not going to apologize for making you one. Uh, well, once I get out of Malice, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure I don't get back here again. The, the dumb one, um, and she'll point at Modest, who's doing flips and trying to do flips with his... Hey, she should be pointing at the warthog. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I glance over and kind of roll my eyes, but there's a little bit of a smile there, too. He said, has fewer dumb questions than you do. <laughs> That's because he hasn't figured them out yet. <laughs> he said that you're going back to Vitara. You found a way back, maybe to get bodies. Is that true? I'm hesitant to answer because as much as I sympathize with this person, I still don't trust her, but there's nothing to do but tell the truth. So I just answer yes. Do you think you can actually have a second chance? I suppose everyone can get a second chance. The important part is what you do with it. <laughs> I, I wanted to be defined by my strengths when I died, not my shortcomings. Hmm. Um, maybe I'll join you. Maybe... Maybe I'll have a second chance, too. <laughs> I'll see JR doing his push-ups as I'm standing there looking at the stars. And I, I assume several minutes goes by of this because you seem like you're in very good shape. Oh, yeah. All that tea that he drinks. <laughs> he must have a very strong bicep. steroids that he stirs into it. Why was it that the label magic user was used on me? Well, I was talking about all of you. Well, I, I don't know if uh, Karate Man over there <laughs> uses magic. He falls as you point <laughs> at him. <laughs> what? But if he doesn't, me and him, we've got to keep the 
Athletics up. What so is it compete. that you define as magic? Hmm. That's a pretty deep question. See, as it is understood, magic and psionics are two completely different aspects. Perhaps even eh, maybe different sides of the same coin, as you might say, actually. But magic is a selfish power. It pulls from without. Without, is that the term? Outside of oneself, in. It drains. While psionics is from the interior, outwards. Is that not an important distinction? Well, I suppose that makes sense. Like, I I was born without magic and only had a small taste at some point, but I think the cost was too high then, so... You were can't offered do that anymore. magic? Yes, but... I don't have it anymore. I'll just simply nod and look back up at the stars. So, psionics, are you born with this, or is this learned? Could I learn psionics? All gith retain some ability to use psionics. It takes an immense amount of training, but I do not know if one who is not gith could learn psionics. Hmm. It starts at a young age and must be fostered over a very long time with lots and lots of discipline. It's why we're masters at pretty much everything we set ourselves out to be. Yes, but it sounds like you're born with that potential. Correct. Hmm. Must be nice. And I'll go back to doing push-ups. more push-ups. <laughs> well, pickle my prostate. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking peacekeepers. <laughs> The, <laughs> the captain's voice is amplified through the boat once again magically. Falling off my chair! Crew had anything illegal, including our friends from Malice. We have, uh, oh, I don't know, ten or so minutes before they board. Get that shit tucked away and everyone act natural. Hey, you hear me? I don't know what you're laughing about, but get off the deck. You gotta hide somewhere. Okay. I'm going. <laughs> I take Dergus down below and I go into the hold and I tell him, well, I kind of motion. You have to go back in your crate for a moment. Yeah, make an animal handling check for me. Uh, 17. That's pretty good. He trusts you enough to, to hesitantly 19. go back. It's a 19. He hesitantly walks back into his cage and he just looks up at you with his dark little eyes. It's going to be all right. This is only just to pretend I pet him on the snout. Uh, the crew is a buzz now with with a fervor trying to get the ship in the right shape. Uh, uh, Mr. Captain, I'm sorry. I'll go. I'll go downstairs in a second. But I'm just really curious. What's up? What's a peacekeeper like? Uh, are we in danger? Or do I need to like? Do I need to fight? Do I need to to charm? What all do right, I need to all do right, here? right. You're, you're new around these parts, so uh, the peacekeepers. You, you see, they they keep the peace, and uh, I don't think they take too kindly to smuggling souls out of the path of malice. So you gotta get your ass not here, well, somewhere uh, here. Wait, wait. Do they know? Do they like know? Do I smell like malice? Do I look like malice? I hope I don't look like malice i feel uh, like i'm a good soul well i mean I, that's a good question i suspect they can smell it or some weird shit like that but uh let, yeah they, this ain't good news let us not tempt the fates come with me i know what to do okay I, I'm, I'm gonna follow him but if you need anything just let me know because i got some killer moves i don't think they can kill hey uh Gith, what was your name again? He, uh, actually, I don't care. Uh, there's, Fair enough. In one of the guest rooms, <laughs> the middle one, 
Uh, if you pull back the floorboards, there's a, we call it the prison pocket. There's enough room down there to hide two, maybe three people, but uh, I would only recommend two. We will make it work. Did you, did you just say prison pocket? <laughs> I didn't, no. <laughs> this is my little brother. What are you doing? Uh, nothing. It's the captain speaking. Okay, okay. okay. Huh? So, how is is everyone trying to hide? Is that the plan? Yeah. Yep, I'm going in the prison pocket. Right. I'm going to be completely honest, and I missed the part where that needed to happen. So, you know how Zai and I, like, walked out? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're running back in. And we're going to, like, hide under maybe the, the bottom bunk. Great, great. Intimately. <laughs> oh, I, <already> know. <laughs> oh, I saw you guys hiding together and I'm just like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So, antics. Tana and Zai, you're hiding underneath one of the bunk beds. Yeah. Finian, what are you doing? I think I'm going to find a place in the hold, maybe a crate or something that looks like a good hide behind or hide inside type of thing. Yeah, you just open in crates to see what's in them or. Um, are you looking I'm for I'm looking an to empty see if there's crate? one that's empty. Okay. Yeah. yeah or uh, a barrel or something like that. Okay, sure. Yeah, eventually you find there are empty barrels you can hide in. I really wanted the DM to be like, make an empty barrel check. <laughs> no joke, that's what I was thinking. I was like, what mm. check can I have him roll? Uh, investigation. Mm. Oh, yeah, investigation. That's right. You're welcome. Should I roll investigation? Yeah, roll investigation. <laughs> 12. Uh, yeah, that's fine. You find an empty barrel. It's not comfortable, but... It's enough. To I didn't find a luxury barrel. No, no, oh, this yeah. is this splinters is in the butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although it's not the prison pocket. <laughs> pull all three of us Oof. are cramming in that pocket. Are you? I'll yeah. pull the hatch behind us, and I will. Uh, I'll cast and make a quick little plank that I'm going to shove between two of the handles, so that way they can't open it from the other side. So you're locking yourself in. Exactly. Is it all three of you trying to? Because <laughs> yes. <'cause laughs> Jr., you're big. You're a yes. big strapping man. Yep. <laughs> this is extremely uncomfortable and like not quiet. You guys are scraping up against the the edge of this. Everything is creaking. Okay, guys, let's be real. I think one of us is gonna have to get out of here. Quick, hold my cane. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the cane with you? Oh, I'm sorry oh, that if it's cane I'm is sorry. in places. I'm baby. sorry if my cane is poking with. <laughs> Okay, so the three of you are locked in this prison pocket together, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Great, great. That's not good. Uh, I need everyone to make a stealth check. Don't tell me what they are yet. As the ten minutes continue, they kind of, each minute lingers and lingers, and every single one of you has to pee now, even though you're a ghost and you don't have to pee. Just that, like... That mental thing where you're just hiding. Yeah, you know. Just like, oh god. I actually really kind of have to pee. So that's why you always hide in the bathroom. Do you need a potty break? No, it. I think it builds the tension. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, the crew eventually becomes very quiet. Like they're not scrambling anymore. Now they're just acting as naturally as possible, just sailing through the night. And eventually, you hear voices echoing from up on deck and the footsteps of more people coming aboard. You can't make out what they're saying, of course, but but you hear the captain's boisterous speech saying something and something foul, something awful <laughs> and someone responding and then you can hear the stairs creak 
someone is coming down to the, the lower deck, maybe a handful of people, and these people start spreading out into the rooms to search. I'm going to uh, cast Wild Shape on myself. Yeah. And turn myself into a rat. <laughs> Just like you would find in an empty barrel on a ship. Perfect. Perfect. I have little antlers coming out of my head. <laughs> they're, they, hopefully the antlers shrink down with you, they right? Do. They're, they're not, not full-sized like, antlers. You know, they're not outsized. It's just little tiny antlers. God, that's so fucking cute. Zai and I are like inching closer to each other, not loving it, but doing it anyway. Someone enters the middle room, this one with the prison pocket. So Mo, JR, and Heen, you hear someone stepping above and moving things, moving the bed. See, I mean, there's not a lot of things in here to hide, which is nice. And he's going to make an investigation check against your stealth. So he rolled really well. Uh Uh-oh. So what did everyone roll? Well, uh, Mo rolled, I rolled a nut. 20. That is wonderful. What about I you, rolled Jared? an 18. Okay. Oh. I rolled an 8. <laughs> Mo, you did so well that you're managing to keep him quiet. How are you doing it? I imagine, like, you know, in his old age, he's moving or whatever, but instead of bumping against the wood, he's, like, bumping into my chest and my stomach. <laughs> you're just so it's just crushing. not making noise. <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, absorbing yeah. his movement into yeah. your belly. <laughs> Peacekeeper does stop, and you can hear it sounds like he's padding along the floor, maybe looking for for a, a loose plank, and we'll get back to you guys. Another peacekeeper is in the furthest of the three rooms where Tana and Zai are hiding. What did you roll? Can I lie? <laughs> if you're caught. Uh, I, I'm not here. I'm not here. <laughs> No one's under here. I'm just your imagination. I rolled a very respectable 14. I'm going to roll for this peacekeeper. Could you not? And we'll get back to you. Uh Uh-oh. Fuck. Another peacekeeper makes his way into the hold. And you, Finian, can hear... Uh, there are two of them, and they're they're opening crates and barrels, and and they're talking to each other in a language you don't speak, but you recognize it. Uh, these must be Tritons. You you know, of course, being from Noctara, you know the peacekeepers sail around this side of the world, keeping the peace. Sometimes, uh, with some brutal enforcement, anything to keep the peace. What was your stealth check? 18. One of them opens the barrel that you're in and sees a rat in it, and uh, he he lets out an explicit. Like, he wasn't expecting to see a rat. Do you scurry away? What do you do? I'm in the bottom of a barrel. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, rats can jump. Oh, God. They've got pretty gross teeth. I think I'm just going to play dead. <laughs> I'm a dead rat in a barrel. Oh, that's so smart. I don't know what additional advantages I, I would get yeah, to being yeah. a rat if instead they, of my If son. I saw a dead rat, I would be like running. That is so smart. He, he opens it, looks in, sees there's a dead rat, makes a comment about being surprised that he would see an actual rat on this side of the world, but it's dead. Makes so sense. he just closes the lid back up and then <laughs> they keep searching the other barrels and crates. I let out a quiet 
in long breath because I was holding my breath this whole time. <laughs> but it's it's like a little rat. So it's, it's a like, little tiny rat. <laughs> <laughs> the the person who is with three of you is still feeling around, and and it seems like he's maybe getting closer and closer to to the opening, and you can feel that he's like jiggling on it like he found it he's trying to get it open but it's locked and then he stops when someone yells from another room <laughs> thanks Oof. for that nat 20 <laughs> right? I, I was going to say if he opened it you could just pull him in there with you <laughs> all four of you just smother him Bounce smother him in, your, in the prison body he stops and he, he, there's no motion for a little bit and then you can hear his footsteps creak as he, he quickly moves to the other room. Uh, guys, what do you think he was yelling about? Shh, there's no talking in the prison pocket. <laughs> oh, and then I'll cover my mouth. <laughs> as Tana, as you can see from under the bed, you see the, the fish-like blue feet of this triton walking around the room and he's getting closer and closer to the bed, and it looks like he's about to, to kneel under it. And Zai sighs, a deep, heavy sigh, and she says, uh, second chances. And she pulls out a dagger and she charges out and stabs it through his eye. And he crumples to the floor as he screams, I found something! And you can hear uh, noises from everywhere else, like uh, also all the other peacekeepers running into the room to see what just happened. And it's like, oh, shit! This is what a 14 rolls? <laughs> and they're, they're now scrambling to deal with what just happened, and they're pulling, they're pulling Zai off of the... the struggling and very quickly dying Triton that she plunged her dagger into and not one of them is concerned with the bunk bed anymore. They are all very firmly focused on this and you hear her struggling and you see her struggling and they yank her up to her feet and pull her out of the room and she doesn't even glance back at the bed. She is just fighting them off as they, they struggle and take her out of the room. And then there's some silence for a while. Oh. How many are there? Uh. Just wondering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you saw four pairs of Triton feet. Guys, don't kill me. Um, <clears throat> I hate that bitch, but I also kind of like that bitch. <laughs> and I'm wondering if maybe I could go ahead and shoot my scorching ray with advantage and maybe kill all of them and burn them on fire. <laughs> And I'm not kidding. No. Just a, just a small favor. <laughs> uh, you can absolutely shoot your scorching ray. And you know what? I will give you advantage because you are very asking emotional for advantage. Chaos is sort of pooling. And ah, so ah. I'm going to... Um, are you <clears throat> separating fuck. the three of these beams at different There tritons? are four beams, beams, Mr. DM, and they're going at... I don't think you can do four. Yes, I can. I can roll one ray with two fuck. (laughs) 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 It's three total. Right, one just gets advantage. Okay, I am... 
I will do this properly, boys. Thank you. <laughs> I hate myself for what I'm about to do. Uh, and and I, I said there are four, which is correct. One of them does have Zai's dagger through his brain. So <laughs> there are three who are alive. I jump out from underneath the bed. I don't need to. I know that. And I run out the door. And I'm standing there in the doorway with frantic, frenzied eyes as they're dragging her up the stairs. I don't know what they're going to do. And fire just sort of, like, coalesces all around me. And I don't have a lot of control over it, but I do have three beams that I know is going to hopefully smash into each one of them. One of those beams is a 20. Another one of those beams is an 11. But I'm going to re-roll that for a 21. And the third beam is a 17. Because I'm really really mad. You see these tritons, they're not wearing a lot of armor. It looks like they're used to being under the water. So all three of those hit. So go ahead and roll your damage against each of them. Fantastic. I'm so stressed right now. <laughs> I can't say anything. There's no talking in the prison. <laughs> you guys just hear like a lot you of guys, like... You screaming. hear a lot of scuffling and now you hear fire. Oh, I'm just gonna say... <sighs> and I'll say really condescendingly... Shh. No talking in the prison pocket. <laughs> I'll cover your mouth. <laughs> Tana, what is your damage? First beam, we have a five. Okay. Second beam, we have a six. Third beam, we have an 11. The three tritons are scorched by this, and, and you can now smell... Uh, Burning fish? Burn, yeah, yeah. It smells kind of good. Um, yeah. Throw it with some rice and right, like a little yeah. bit of like some, lime juice. It's like some some salmon, uh, and the the three of them will immediately drop Zai and turn to see who just fired fire at them, and one of them will stay back, realizing he just let go of Zai and she's a she's freaking out with a dagger. The other two will will charge you. Yeah, um, well. <laughs> well. The two who go at you have harpoons. I'm going to throw up my blade ward to try and dampen some of the damage from what's going to really hurt. One of them lands a natural 20 oh to put you. Okay. For a total of only eight piercing damage. Okay. See, it was worth it for my bestie. <laughs> The other one misses. And the third one will attack Zai. It's Zai's turn. And the Triton who she's in combat with now is is still on fire. Parts of his leather is still burning. And she has no problem finishing him off. Beautiful. With like a sneak attack or something? Uh, yeah, she'll use her bonus action to aim and use her action to get sneak attack damage, doing 6,000 piercing damage. Because well, that's how rogues work. My best <laughs> She's my best frenemy. She knows where it's at. Is she a level 30 rogue? Yeah, yeah, she's a level 900 rogue. Tana, it's your turn. There are two tritons left, and they're both burning. Are they standing in front of my new best frenemy? They are both standing in front of you. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, I'm still so angry that fire is seething between my fingertips, and I throw up my hands to cast burning hands. Be aware that that is a cone, and you'll likely light the ship on fire. <laughs> you know, I'm so mad right now. Oh, no. <laughs> that, um, it's going to happen. Okay, great. 
Both of them will make saves against this. Uh, both of them will fail. Okay, well... Does the ship fail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ship fails its deck save. Yeah. It takes fire damage. Damn. <laughs> I knew we should have invested in a rogue ship. <laughs> we have 13 damage. Wow. That completely incinerates both of them, leaving you and Zai staring at each other across a pile of burning Triton corpses while the rest of the ship starts catching fire. Um, Very quickly, the hallway is filling with smoke. You, the rest of you, can start smelling the smoke. Okay, guys, this, this prison yep, pot is going real hot. I'll release, I'll release the, uh, the latch I had on it and just kick the door open. The hatch just flies open and I'll jump out. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, my my temper has cooled down a little bit, and I uh, I'm, I'm I'm right there with you, <laughs> grabbing Zai by her collar. Yeah, yeah. She so you all emerge into the hallway to find that it appears Tana and Zai just murdered these four peacekeepers. I, I run over. <laughs> I've I've now come out of my rat yeah. ship and hauled myself out of the barrel, smelling smoke. I've released Dergus and. You know, shoot him along. Yeah. I smell the smoke. Like, go to the, you know, basically go. Yeah. He runs. He runs. And I go over to where the fire is burning, and I'm going to try something that I really am not sure is going to work, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave and see if the concussive effect of this will try to knock out some of the flame. Wow. <laughs> the damn is making a really I need to ask really my resident <laughs> scientist about this one. <laughs> Pretty sure that would do nothing, right? It's funny, I, I thought the same. It could flame it even. Could you explain yeah, for those say, of us who are unfamiliar it. with what that spell does? So it's like this concussive, thunderous boom. that 15-foot cube, and the fire has to make a constitution signal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. All right, here we go, hot rolls. <laughs> uh, all right, the, what's your save? What's your uh, DC? Um, 13. The fire fails. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Aaron is pumping his fist in the air. Anyone who listens who actually plays D&D probably stopped listening. They're done now. I, I honestly Sorry. have the same idea as you. I don't know what else I could have yeah. done. I can't make water or anything right now. Oh. I kind so. of have to make water right now. I was going to say it would be safe. We could all like, pee on the fire. So uh, some of the fire is extinguished, defying all logic. Uh, but a lot of the wood is also Huge. like splintering outward now. Maybe I've removed some of the wood from the range of the fire. <laughs> yeah, that makes anyway, sense. Anyway, there's a huge, like, just horrible thundering sound that emanates from me while I'm standing in the middle of this fiery hallway. Are, are we attacking the ship? <laughs> okay. And, and wood splinters, and you see, like, flames kind of like, you know, like a like a strong puff of air has blown out a good amount of the flame. I'm just going to start punching a door. Okay, if we're attacking the ship, <laughs> and, here we go. <laughs> and I grab a blanket off of the bunk. Yeah. And I start trying to, you know, smother as much of the fire as I can in sure. this room. And I say, somebody else grab another blanket and help. 
And I'm just standing there looking sort of sheepish. The smoke now has risen up the stairs into the deck, and you can hear the captain yell, Oh, agitate my asshole. What the hell? And you can hear just now the, the thundering <laughs> booms of, of the crew and whoever is on deck scrambling to figure out what's going on. <laughs> My shoulders are slumping even more in sheepishness. The, the captain, followed closely behind by a fifth Triton, though this one is wearing a lot more gilded uh, components in, his, in what little armor he's wearing, uh, runs down, followed again by more crew. And the Triton, without hesitation, immediately casts a spell that emits water, and he sets the fire out. And there's just this awkward pause where everyone is just kind of staring at each other. Well, I'm covered in water, so I'm extremely (laughs) unhappy at this point. The the peacekeeper's gaze, and you imagine this is their leader or their captain, whatever, his his gaze goes, flickers between the four dead bodies and the tiefling and all of you and the captain whose ship he's on, and he's he's speechless. He's trying to process what's going on. (laughs) Everyone is trying to process what's going on. I squeeze Zai's hand and mutter under my breath, yeah, second chances. <laughs> she smiles back, uh, kind of this, I don't know what's going on, but uh, she, she like looks down at her dagger that she's still carrying and her white knuckled fist like she's ready to lunge at this triton at any moment. Well, uh, there was an explosion. <laughs> You shouldn't have been storing gunpowder down here. <laughs> this doesn't seem like it's up to code, right? It's not up to code. <laughs> I'm going to have to report you to OSHA for this. <laughs> Our poor DM has blanched. There is no more color in his face. The Triton turns to the captain. So you are smuggling those from Malice. Is that true? We're not from Malice. We're good noodles Fine gentlemen oh, sure. and ladies. You think you're the first one to, to lie about that? Oh, I am from uh, the prestigious Randstar family. We fight evil. We don't. We aren't evil. He lowers his, his trident at you. Don't resist. You'll make this far more painful for you. And he will run forward, trident, point forward at your gut, and he will attack you. Dodge left and raised him with your crossbow. With a natural one. (laughs) (laughs) He trips over the corpses of his fellow peacekeepers and lands flat on the ground. I would love to try and make friends with him. Okay. Good sir, you tripped. In the middle of his attack. No, he tripped. He's on the ground. I'm feeling really bad about what I did. I'm going to try and fix it. (laughs) With, With friendship. Go ahead. I just have to remember how to cast the spell. Uh, you now have advantage on your uh, char- charisma <clears throat> checks against him. God damn it. No need to be hostile. I, I'm i right there next to JR, and, and, and each of us grab one of his, his wrists and, yes. and help him up. Yes. And I, and I, I dust off his, his, his cummerbund. This was a terrible accident that ended your <laughs> And I'm nodding. I'm nodding in agreement with JR and saying, terrible accident. We, we are absolutely not 
in a place we shouldn't be. There was some some powder, and you know, us tieflings, there's fire. I sneezed, and it caught on fire. Make a deception check with advantage. 14? No, wait. 16? No! No, I've got plus 5 for deception. It's plus 19. 19. 19. Mm-hmm. He, he's growling as, as you're lifting him up. Like, he's... It's now finally sunk in what's happened. This is not what he was expecting from what was probably just a routine check on this ship. And before he can respond, a scimitar pierces through his chest from behind him, and the captain rips it back out. And the, this triton, this soul, just slumps down and joins the other four souls as those four souls have now started decaying and kind of dissipating back into Espis, the god of essence, where all souls come from. You didn't have to murder him. Oh, fuck. What the hell? What what part of high do you not understand? We were doing a great job. All three of us were crammed in the prison wallet. I told you to. Having a jolly good time. I was a dead rat. I don't know what happened out here. You were what? I was a dead rat. What the fuck? I told you not. I explicitly told you not to kill it. Oh, I don't think I did, did I? <laughs> well, kickbox my kickbox my clitoris. I think this is probably my fault. Well, to be fair, you were the one who killed this man right here. Well, well, I mean, yeah. it wasn't well, us. Well, <laughs> if I didn't, he'd be killing you, and you're my you're in my charge. I yes. think we were making I, friends with him. I I raised my my finger timidly, <clears throat> looking yes. looking from each person. So, what now? Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. I think that's where we'll pick up next week. If you had fun, come roll with us on Facebook, Patreon, and Discord, where you can affect everything from the story to the dice themselves. I'd like to thank Tabletop Audio and Sword Coast Soundscapes for supplying this chapter's music. Uh, as well as Serpent Sound Studios for our intro and outro. Anyway, that's all I have for today. Thanks for listening. 